Hello, everyone, and welcome to our first podcast of Your World Through a Different Lens. Um, it's a podcast where we're going to talk about a variety of social, economic, and emotional issues uh, that we all face and we probably all discuss daily. Um, but we're going to attempt to view that through a different lens that you may not have seen or thought about before. Um, I'm your host, Clint Payne, along with Faith Payne. Um, we're going to begin by introducing ourselves, our backgrounds, and why we both wanted to make this podcast happen. So go ahead, Faith. So welcome to Your World Through a Different Lens. My name's Faith. I'm super excited about this journey. Um, this has been a long time coming for us, and we wanted to do this so that we could help our listeners and people in our communities learn more about each other and start to see um, start to see things through a different perspective. I'm sure we'll all learn something from one another as we explore our world. Um, and just to kind of give you a little bit of background on myself, I have a really wide and varied history. Um, I've worked in a variety of fields, but my love, my love is sociology and social work. So my undergrad and my graduate degrees are in sociology, um, but I also learned my MSW and am currently a licensed master social worker. Um, I serve my community as a school social worker, um, and that comes after teaching uh, higher ed for about six years. Over the last 20 years, I've learned so much about myself, but also the various lenses through which I and others view the world and the context in which our experiences occur. Clint, you want to give us a little bit of background on yourself? Certainly. Um, I'm a licensed professional counselor in the state of Georgia. Um, I have over 26 years of working with people in the area of counseling and therapy. Um, I've worked in inpatient and outpatient, outpatient settings, um, in drug and alcohol treatment, mental health issues with teens, with sex offenders. Um, currently, I'm in private practice um, in Douglasville, Georgia, just west of Atlanta since 2001. Uh, right now, I mostly work with couples, uh, families, individuals, and, and I also see teenagers. Um, I have a racially diverse population that I see, a clinically diverse population that I see. Um, so I've got a long history of trying to listen and hear people through how they see the world and how they think about the world. Um, so um, hopefully our experience is going to bring a lot here, but we also want to hear um, from our listeners and hear from you guys about well, the topics that you have, how you may disagree with us, how you view this through another lens. Um, and we're going to give you the opportunity to do that um, at the end of each episode, episode by our email and um, way to contact us. And we'll, we'll talk back and forth that way. Uh, so let's get into some real specifics about why Faith and I started this podcast um, and why we specifically are calling it Your World Through a Different Lens. And I'm going to let Faith start off with that and what makes this important to her. All right. Well, thanks, Clint. So for me, this was not my dream. This was not even something I would do for fun. <laughs> um, I really struggle with putting myself in a position that may open me to harsh criticism I decided, though, in the midst of the pandemic, that I should take risks and engage with my world in a different way. At the heart of who I am, I'm an educator, and I feel it's so important to expose people to new ideas and help them understand the origins of their perspectives, or, as I like to put it, the lens through which they view and experience the world. We always hear people say how they want the world to be a different place, but feel overwhelmed. They think they can't change the world. They just don't know where to start. Um, 
I hope that through this podcast, we can help you either understand why you think the way you do and or help you make change in your life and ultimately the world. You know, we live in a complex system with a multitude of factors that affect not only us, but the world around us. Everything we do, everything we say can and does have an impact on everyone and everything, even if we can't see it. I want to do my part to make sure you have the tools you need to understand this phenomenon. My purpose in life is to help others live their best life. I know it's super cliche, but it's the truth. I want to follow my mom's teaching and leave things better than I found them. This includes my impact on the world. So that's my story. Clint, what's your motivation for taking on this podcast? Well, I really want to do this podcast for a long time um, to have us discuss yeah, how we all see things differently. Um, what really spurred me on forward was last year in the summer, um, George, Floyd, George, George Floyd's murder mm-hmm. um, and all the protests that followed. Um, I sat with many of my black clients and I just asked one question before we started each session when all that stuff was going on. How are you doing with everything going on is what I would ask them. And then I would sit and just watch them talk about their experiences. Uh, they had a safe space to talk about about it with a person who didn't look like them. I got to watch them relax and we began talking about many of the other issues uh, they came in for. And it was enlightening and eye-opening to me to kind of just hear a person's perspective of how this was impacting them um, on their day-to-day life. Um, I talked about it with one of my good friends, Dr. Lamar White, um, who hopefully we will be having on this podcast very soon. We talked about different things happening because of the protest, uh, the virus and how we can get our friends, my friends, specifically really my white friends to listen and discuss these issues in a more open, honest, and caring way uh, that maybe they had not considered before. This was one of the beginnings of creating this with faith was just that. Um, I also sat with people in my office for the last 26 years. Um, We all see the world from different points of view and from within our own relationships and our own families and our own history. We may be experiencing the same events, but we're not processing them or interpreting them in the same way. Um, And since we're not, um, all that processing or thinking about them in in different ways or the same ways, um, we probably need to be better listeners, compassionate listeners. Um, I teach that most every day in my practice. I try to practice every day in my therapy practice. However, when I'm with the people that I care about the most, I probably don't listen very well. And Faith can probably attest to that and tell you all about that. And I'm okay with people being her telling you how I sometimes don't do that and get caught up in my own world. Um, it's easy for me to get defensive, angry, sad. Um, I'm only worried about how someone has potentially wronged me sometimes. Um, I want to be heard so desperately I don't listen to them. I truly forget my training, my education, my practice, my experience. I miscommunicate. I get hurt. I get angry. Um, I get focused on other things rather than understanding, problem solving, and team working with people. Um, So it's been something I've experienced in my work with others, but it's also something I've experienced personally. We all just have a hard time listening to how someone else sees the world through a different lens. Um, We want want everybody's lens to look the same, and we want everybody to see us the same and see things the same. So we not only want our lens to be the one that everyone sees through, but we a lot of times often tend to believe that others already do. So this is really a story of our relationship um, between me and Clint because, and and I'm going to offer this as an example for you, 
my husband loves some chocolate cake. He like really, really loves it. Every time he has a piece though, he has the want, he has the heart to want to share a bite with me. Well, guess who don't like chocolate cake? You guessed it, me. So I say, no, thank you. He insists. Oh my gosh, honey, this is so good. This is the best chocolate cake I've ever had. You're going to love it. And I'm just like, no, no, Clint. I'm not going to love chocolate cake. I'm not going to love your chocolate cake. Why not? Because I don't like chocolate cake. In his mind, everyone loves chocolate cake. Even his wife of almost 18 years. <laughs> is this true for you? Do you tend to believe that people think like you, like the same things as you, interpret information just like you? Do you think that people have the same values, beliefs, and traditions as you? Would you be surprised to learn that that may not be the case? Well, yeah, it's been my experience and what you're just talking about that there. I, I use that story all the time because I actually have done that with faith exactly that way. Um, you know, what I tell my my clients in my practice is that those three things, what you're feeling there is, hey, um, I like chocolate cake. I see chocolate cake. I love chocolate cake. I feel good about chocolate cake. And what we believe about ourselves is, well, if I like it and I love it and, and I see it, then you're going to feel and see and think the same way I do about it. So yeah, sometimes faith, I look at you and say, Hey, this is awesome. You want to try some? Yeah, and, no. and yeah, <laughs> usually you say no. And usually you don't, you know, tell remind me of that there because I'm so excited about something else. I just want you to see it and think about it and feel it the same way I'm feeling it. And you're not. No. So it's been my experience that when we truly listen to each other, um, this involves, this solves all kinds of problems uh, that maybe once we thought were impossible to solve. So a lot of times in my, my practice, my couples and my families um, have have gotten me thinking um, or they come in thinking that this is their last hope, that they're not going to be able to solve any problems, that um, they're not going to get validated, that they're not going to get heard. Um, and they begin to see when they actually can sit and listen to each other, when they can validate each other, believe each other, hear each other, just listen to it to the other person's experiences and realize, oh, wait. You don't think or see or feel the same things I do. You see something different. This is when I watch people really be able to change, change their relationships and change their lives and make something new and different. Um, so I generally believe, I really genuinely believe that many problems that we face can be solved or at least improved if we really viewed them through a different lens, if we really thought about them in a different way, if we really listened to what people had to say to us. Um, I think that takes work, though. That's really hard, consistent work. Um, to tap down our own biases, our own defenses, our own experiences. Um, it's hard work because our emotional and our physical reflex is to defend and justify ourselves. That's why I tell you the story. I don't do this sometimes well in my own personal life with my family. Um, when I'm in practice, that's what I'm doing. But when I get home, I'm tired. I'm emotionally spent. I'm anxious about something. I'm thinking about something else. I'm looking at something else and Faith's talking to me. And when she's done, She's asking me, hey, what do you think about that? And I have no clue what she just said. Mm. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that happens to everybody. And it happens especially when we're angry and defending our points. And I just want to be heard desperately. I just want you to hear me. And if somebody else is defending themselves with me about it, then, yeah, we just start this argument. And that's also why I think we started this podcast is that um, we, want, we know this is what happens out there on social media. It happens with our friends that people come with their sets of facts or their sets of beliefs or their sets of thoughts or worries. And that's all we stick with. 
we want people to hear us and we don't hear those people's sets of facts mm -hmm. and we don't hear those people's sets of beliefs or experiences about things. And so we don't look through their, their lens. So it can feel threatening. It feels dangerous almost even at times. And, you know, this is where faith has taught me many things about how I can look and see other people's perspectives, not just my therapy practice and listening, but also through the things she knows about um, sociological issues um, and her work as a social worker, her work as being a teacher in sociology. She's taught me those different perspectives about how our social groups work, how our society is structured. Um, and this is also why I want to do this with her, because she's an awesome teacher and she has a compassionate heart for other people. You're making me blush. Well, good. <laughs> so thank you, um, babe, for your really, really sweet words. I appreciate that. And I'm super thankful to have you as my partner in life and on this journey. I'm thankful, too, for all your support in my educational and personal journeys because I wouldn't have this knowledge if I didn't have you supporting me through that um, on that journey. So I appreciate you very much. Now you're so, going to make me blush. <laughs> We're a team, right? Um, so getting back on track, we do not have a perfect relationship. Um, I love him with all my heart, um, but you know that love doesn't overcome necessarily all of the conflict that you may experience. It takes work. It takes practice every day. Um, so what do I mean by us not having a perfect relationship? So we both come from different but similar backgrounds. We have different experiences. What we didn't tell you about us at the beginning is that, you know, he's a white man and I am a white woman. And we come from varied socioeconomic, different socioeconomic backgrounds. Um, we carry that with us. Every experience that we have is filtered through that lens. And what you need to know is that we all carry that with us. We all filter incoming information through our personal perspectives, or as we're saying here, our lenses. As you might imagine, that can cause conflict in a relationship, as we have already shared. Imagine that conflict on a much larger scale. If we can become aware of the perspectives of others in our communities, in our world, then we have hope for improving our relationships and our greater global community. So as we set out on this journey, we asked for people in our lives to tell us what they wanted to know more about. You should have seen us putting these questions out on Facebook. Hey, friends. Hey, fam. What do you want to know about? What do you want to hear about? What do you want to talk about? Um, so they came through like they straight came through and they told us what it was they wanted to explore. So some of the topics that we're going to cover include racism, sexism, culture, boundaries and limits, human trafficking, helicopter parenting, like it, the list goes on. Mental health awareness, emotions, self-care, family issues, communication, social skills. We even had folks who wanted to know something about childhood obesity and poverty becoming and being a better ally. What does group think? How do I know if I'm depressed or anxious? What do I need to know? But one of the things that kind of, um, one of the themes that I guess overarched that was critical thinking, right? What, how do, how do I know what questions to ask? How do I know how to listen better? So we're going to spend a lot of time, um, doing that with you all. We look forward for we look forward to you joining us on this journey. So please feel free to reach out. Clint mentioned earlier, 
Um, we have an email address. Please feel free to reach out and share your thoughts. Um, you may even be able to join us as a guest. We are always up for bringing new people on and them sharing their perspectives. And we'd love to hear any other topics you want to learn about and discuss. So our email address where you can contact us is yourworldthroughadifferentlens at gmail.com. Clint, do you have anything to add or are we yeah. good? Well, no, I think I want to add a couple of things just as, Please. as um, we're talking about these things. For me, the critical thinking piece is important because I think that's part of what I like to talk with people about is how do you critically think and how do you do that? Um, and I just was going to read a couple of these things I got out of this book I was listening to on a walk the other day. It's um, Michael Shermer. Um, it's called Giving the Devil His Due. Um, it's one of his new books. And he talks about critical thinking and um, being able to be open to things and different experiences and ideas. And I was, as I was listening to him talk, the title of the book is called Giving the Devil His Due. Because what he basically says is, hey, if you are disagreeing with somebody, you think somebody has the wrong ideas, the wrong facts, the wrong beliefs, the reality is you got to give that person their due. What he meant by that is you, we have to listen to them. We have to understand them. We have to um, make sure we hear them out first before we do anything. And he kind of came up with, and in, in, while I was walking, these um, three different things that happen when um, we are talking with somebody, um, discussing with somebody, ideas, beliefs, whether that's in an, a formal argument or just sitting down and talking. Um, there are some things that can happen. So this is kind of how I want our podcast to go at times. And because number one, um, we could be completely right in what we believe and what we think and have all the facts supporting that. And we are completely right. However, if we don't listen to the person who has a different set of beliefs or ideas that we do, then we are missing out on new ideas and content that maybe we need to know. Even about our completely right belief, we need to be able to hear them because we learn different, learn new and different things. Number two, I could be, faith could be partially right, partially wrong. So listening to another viewpoint helps me, helps her, helps you as a listener refine and perfect your beliefs, refine and reflect and perfect your thinking and come up with a whole new ideas of facts and beliefs. Number three, I can be completely wrong. Faith can be completely wrong. Maybe you could be completely wrong. And the reality is it's important to listen to our critics. It's important to listen to the counterpoints to step back and really hear those things because it gives us the opportunity, again, to improve our mind, to improve our thinking, to change our thinking about some things. And until we actually listen to somebody about those things and listen to how we may be completely wrong, we're not going to change our thinking at all. We're going to stay stuck in our confirmation bias. Mm -hmm. um, and you probably can do a better job than me if you can maybe explaining confirmation bias. Do so you think you can do that a little bit? or? Uh, I mean, I can try. Yeah. Um, so generally, we, um, we surround ourselves with people who we believe think and act just like us, that, that we believe they hold the same values, they hold the same um, beliefs, traditions, as we talked about earlier. Um, and so we will have this idea about a particular topic. Um, and then everybody says, well, do your research, right? We <laughs> hear all the time, arguments on Facebook, arguments on social media. Well, if you would just do your research. Well, oftentimes when we do conduct our own research, we will put in whatever it is. We'll Google whatever it is we want to find out about. And the first thing that pops up that confirms our beliefs is 
what people consider having done their research. See, I told you the first three things that popped up confirm exactly what I believe. So then we are making the fallacy of confirmation bias. We are only taking into consideration and believing what it is that um, reaffirms our beliefs. Yeah. Good. Yeah. And so I wanted you to explain that because that's what he says, that the only way to really overcome confirmation bias is to listen to our critics, to actually listen to the people, to give the devil his due, to listen to our critics. If somebody thinks I'm wrong about something, to not just throw at them all the facts and all the things I have, but also be able to, to listen to what they're critical about, what their facts are, what their beliefs are about things. So that's the only way we really can overcome confirmation bias. So whether we're right or wrong, what I want this podcast to be about is the opportunity to build stronger arguments, to build better facts um, about why we believe what we believe um, so that we can know it as best as we can. So if we're not going to be open to the idea of hearing somebody else who has different ideas and thoughts and facts about what we thought was real, we're never going to overcome our confirmation bias. And then for me, this is why we do the podcast. We're never really going to be able to change our world or our society or be better people with each other or support each other if we can't do that one simple thing. Mm-hmm. Indeed. So, so this is the idea of the podcast. So I hope you give us some feedback. Um, hopefully, yes, we're going to put this out every week. Um, so until next time, live bravely and take the steps you need to see your world through a different lens.